Episode of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I am Mike. I am Anthony. And I am Grizz. And we are here with uh, another episode, but we're going back to Italy. Oh, Fuck yeah. the quarantine. We're going back. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> right? This is pretty cool from it. I mean, yeah, we're going back to the motherland. I've been seeing some pretty cool online videos from Italy. Have you seen all this shit? No. About, yeah, like, the people singing. Of- yeah, well, um, one of the Safdie brothers is stuck there, and he, he he took one of the videos of them all singing across the the thing. Like they're having a good time. They're loving they're, it. They're having because <laughs> <laughs> they're always kissing each other's cheeks. That's how it's spreading so fast. Oh man! So uh, <laughs> uh, we are funny. we are back with a Mario Bava classic, A Bay of Blood. Uh, 1971, it is a giallo, but it is the grandfather of the modern slasher film. If you saw it in the 80s, it probably happened in this movie first. It predates Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it predates all that shit. Uh, You know, building on, I guess, like the Herschel Gordon Lewis, like American splatter films and adding a little bit more... uh, Splatter. No, it's, not even that. It, they they put a little bit more thought well, into it, I guess. There's more uh, story than than splatter, I guess you could say in this in these ones. You know, it has the black gloved killer. Sometimes uh, it it has a mystery of who the killer is. That's true. Right? They don't exactly tell you. Um, this one's an interesting one. It's very Italian. You can tell just because it's almost nonsensical, but it somehow works. Everyone um, who like gives Halloween the credit as the first slasher should uh, should take a, a watch at this movie because they steal so much shit. I mean, even Halloween takes so much from this movie. So well, it, it's like you're literally watching a Friday the Thirteenth oh, film totally. that was filmed in 1971. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. It it looks like the same setting as the early Friday the Thirteenth. I, I agree. Yeah, it really does. It they you know do you want to say they paid homage? Yeah, I guess. Homage. Uh, yeah, did they rip them off? No, probably. Didn't, and didn't then like somebody the called guy, them out. Didn't like the one guy from the one movie say like he had never seen. He claims he never oh, saw yeah. this movie and that you know he didn't take anything from it. Which I, I dude, come on, total bullshit. It's, it's like exact you know scene for scene. Scene. Yeah, I never <laughs> saw it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so this was released in Italy on September 8th, 1971. So that's ridiculous how early this was and the shit yeah, that was in it. Um, and when it was released in Italy, uh, it was Ecology of the Crime was the name of the... Interesting. Yeah, that's the Oh, name yeah. By the way, there's a ton of fucking names to this movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so why don't you give us, like, the foreign titles for this one? All right, so some of the foreign titles that we had, UK, when it was released, it was released under the title Bloodbath. Also, the UK had a super cut version of this because it was the whole video of Nasties thing that it was put on, and they scared. didn't get it till later. Scared. Uh, Brazi- scared. What's that? I said scared. Yeah. 
Uh, Brazil, they had a weird one. They had one under the name Sexed in the Most Violent Form, which is a kind of a, a strange title for this because there isn't a ton of sex in this movie. So. Yeah. I think that's a little off. But uh, let's see. Italy, like I said, they were going to be, uh, when this came out in Italy itself, it was uh, Ecology of the Crime. And my favorite one in Germany, they came out in this movie, and it was titled In the Blood Rage of Satan, which is Damn. such a badass <laughs> name. Yeah, yeah. All these sound like terrible names for hardcore bands first EP. Oh, for yeah. sure. <laughs> it was also known as Carnage. Oh, yeah, that that's was right. another release title. Yep. Uh, and then, you know, Twitch of the Death Nerve. But oh, yeah, and, uh, that's the, house the version chains, we're watching. I guess, too, was another it's another weird one. Damn. Damn. A million <laughs> names for the same movie. Is this the most popular title? Uh, I think everybody says Twitch of the Death Nerve is the most widely known, but I don't know anybody that calls it by that. No, I know Everybody I know is a Bay of Blood. Yeah. Right? And that's, that's probably also because we're... Always looking for that Gorgon. Yeah. Uh, Clamor. You know, clam, yeah, which that's what we had on before, but then my TV decided to crap out, so now we have a Twitch of the Death Nerve copy in. Well, at least you uh, know it wasn't your tape, it was just the yeah, TV yeah. collection. So. The Mario Bava collection image. Oh, that's a cool the tape. Image release. Yeah, yeah, people people don't know that they re-released that, like, in, I think it was 2001, maybe? Right, there's another one, too, another Bay of Blood release, a later one, too, right, that has, like, a, a cover that just says Bay of Blood in, like, right, or red outlined, uh, like Yeah, yeah, it looks I like, think. it looks like the live cannibalism, uh, yeah, cover. exactly <laughs> like that. <laughs> so, this was written by Mario Bava, who, uh, was also the cinematographer, purely out of necessity, because they didn't have the money. And he also wanted to get it done because he owed an immense amount in taxes to the government. So, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's a real motivation. Necessity. Um, but this was co-written by uh, Giuseppe Zaccariello. Fake name. Uh, and he actually... <laughs> Stage name. <laughs> he was actually the producer of the film. So I guess he came in and was like, yeah, we're going to change some shit here. Giuseppe but didn't like what he know, saw. But do you know who's credited with the actual story? No? No? Oh, oh, no? Crickets, let's see what it is. <laughs> Dardano Sacchetti. And I swear to God, this guy was a genius. Uh, he worked with Argento before, but he mostly worked with uh, all the Lucio Fulci films that you know this guy yeah. fucking wrote. Okay. Literally all of them. Uh, zombie. Which makes sense because I see Dude, he, some of like the Argento yeah. stuff in this movie, so I see a lot of it. Yeah. So, through. so this guy being a cinematographer just for necessity kills it, right? It, it's fuck. This movie's great. Dude, see it's this? See great. this tracking shot yeah. going over? Kid, like a like a red wagon, like a little kid wagon. That's Shut what they up. use for it. Dude, yeah, I swear it's to God. awesome. See these branches in the way and stuff? They were literally holding little yeah. twigs in the way of the thing because there was no fucking woods like there. The, awesome. the, zoom in, the zoom shots, the panning shots. Notice that the great. camera's always like fucking moving yeah. around. It's never static. It's always moving. This focusing. aspect ratio is cool too. This is they like put it in widescreen. That's great. No, but then, it but the way that we're watching it right now yeah. is uh, I can actually change that. No, we, I we, think leave it. I think it's you awesome. like it like this. Yeah. Okay. It does look nice. Can you yeah. see it? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good. So, um, so Sacchetti, right? This guy wrote Zombie 2, 
right? So you would, you know, everybody knows it has just zombie. Yep. City of the Living Dead, The Beyond, House by oh, the Cemetery, shit. The Come New on. York Ripper. Dude, here's one I didn't know. Amityville 2. Oh, really? Re- I, I, yeah. think, I think you brought this up on the Beyond podcast that he wrote that. Uh, I remember hearing that the first time on 1990, you. The Bronx Warriors, yeah. A Blade in the Dark, Demons 1 and 2, and The Church. Holy I think I'm going to find man. episodes where you've read that same exact list before. Yeah. Multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a government stick. So, um... This was obviously directed by Mario Bava. You may know him from such things as Baron Blood, Blood and Black Lace, Black Sabbath. Uh, what else did he do? Hatchet, Hatchet for the, for honeymoon. the honeymoon. Hell yeah. Uh, Shock, he also did. So this guy knew what he was doing. He's yeah. n- He was no, uh, he wasn't a hack. I mean, his first you know? films are dated back to the 40s. So, I mean, he was making 40, like 40s, 50s, 60s. This came out in 71. So this is later in his career that he did this movie as well. And this was also his favorite movie. Really? I didn't know that. That's yeah. cool. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah, a cool guy, this apparently. Is, this is really good. Father his, of Lamberto Bava. It was his favorite because right? he paid his taxes, so he was happy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Kept him out of fucking prison, out That's of right. Ita- the Italian gulag. <laughs> yeah, the gulag. <laughs> <laughs> the goulash. Um, the there's, uh, there's like a lot of interesting pieces to this film. Yeah. Well, like to the making of this. So you got like the guy that did... Um, the story and all that shit. He worked with Lucio Fulci on all those awesome fucking movies. Beyond's one of my favorite movies. So ever. the guy, Anthony, you're gonna like this. The guy that did the special effects in this, Carlo Rambaldi, right? He did like things like Deep Red, right? Yeah. He did um, the like the alien head effects in Alien. Uh, Face and shit. Dude, he created ET. That's, no shit. That's. that's isn't that crazy? That's yeah. wild. This guy, yeah, the guy that did the like effects the on animatronic puppet ET. of ET. I guess yeah. so, man. He created ET. Probably the design. That's literally yeah. his IMDb credit. Created so, ET. I know that, like, <laughs> that's a yeah. like the alien head is a Geiger art piece, or, right? So, I guess like, he actually made it. But he yeah, sculpted yeah, like the piece itself from the Geiger. Yeah. I guess artwork. so. Yeah, that's he cool. made. He, yeah, he made that cool that as fucking. Fuck, so two things about ET. E.T. was the first VHS I ever got one for Christmas. Uh-huh. And also, have what was the last time you, like, rewatched that movie, you think? Oh, mm-hmm. shit. A while ago. 15 years, dude. Dude. Yeah. Dude, some of those, like, even though the movie's, like, a kid's movie, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. there's some shots in that movie that I watched, like, a year ago, and I'm like, yo, this is, like, terrifying. It's dark. <laughs> like, I was scared as a kid like, watching that so. The, the the bio the, the the scene where he they actually like buy, like seal off his house yeah and like he's running through the tubes that could be in a fucking like a horror movie it's yeah. fucking it's, coming it's, yeah that's fu- <laughs> yeah that's real life now man that's for yeah, real yeah that's what we're going through. I'm gonna go home <laughs> don't date us guys don't date us when, when I go home I'll be my wife would be being pulled away on a cart and I'll be ripping off things yeah. he's leave him alone <laughs> with fucking Reese's pieces at her <laughs> yeah yeah my old landlord. <laughs> <laughs> oh right! What? Oh, on, uh, going back to another tragedy on Long Island. When when Sandy happened, we went to go kind of organize his apartment just in case there was flooding. And the old man that lived at his house was like, "I lived here since nineteen like forty five, and I've never seen the water come up the block." And then Beard came to his to his apartment two days later to a pool in his apartment. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> Thanks, the old ocean, timer. The ocean literally was in my room. Oh my god. I was like, wow, if I stayed here, I would have been dead. Good thing, your tape, <laughs> good thing whatever tapes you had. Dude, I took there. I took everything out Smart. of there. Everything. Damn. Don't take everything. a risk. I, 
Yeah, no hell, fuck that, dude. I saw the water was coming up. I'm like, all right, that's it. Yep. <laughs> no, no, it's never hit the block ever. So, uh, also the music in this film, very unique, very awesome, very 70s. Um, Much uh, fun, America. A lot different than the, the soundtracks <laughs> that we've heard, you know, in the recent past. Uh, a little bit more money probably behind it. Yeah, and, um, dude, it's like totally 1970s meets like gypsy fucking disco. It's, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. It's uh, wild. gypsy yeah. music. The music really fits the movie too. It it's does. crazy. Yeah, but that's like a real Italian. It's thing. Very bohemian. Uh, so, uh, who's this? Stevio Cipriani, right? He did the music for this. He also did the music for a favorite of mine, City of the Walking Dead. Yeah, nice. Um, he did this is pretty interesting the international release of pieces so oh, like the UK like you know like the euro the yeah. you know overseas release it was his soundtrack that's pretty cool uh, one of your favorites Grizz Beaks the movie um, <laughs> he did what Sergio the Martino's the alligator the one from 1979 uh, you know Sergio Martino you know you may remember from torso <laughs> yeah, until we cover Beaks, and, that's going to be wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So this this film, for being considered like a lower budget or whatever film at the time, has some pretty big shit behind it. Yeah. You know, everybody became very successful or was already successful. Um, it was pretty interesting that, uh, you know, this group of people and all this, this movie, like, this is what pumped out all the crazy fucking shit we watched that was from the 80s from the you know the early mid 90s it's responsible 100% yeah yeah and the only thing it's missing is like a supernatural killer or like a blatant you know one man maniac fucking thing dude with fucking Uh, knife fingers or some shit yeah (laughs) um I saw an interesting fact about this also that it was submitted to the MPAA as uh snuff is my game oh I love that um now here's the thing though the film wasn't released under that name the film that actually played was the 1975 movie Snuff. Oh, um, shit. Olafagus. And now what's funny about that is that movie's name isn't even Snuff. That movie's name is The Slaughter from 1971. <laughs> and the guy who, like, put it out just, like, filmed some extra shit and put it before it and, like, marketed it as, like, a, an actual Snuff movie. So did you so. see on the IMDb for this that this is also referenced, or this is also referenced, uh, to his last house on the left too. Yeah, what's up with that? I, I was gonna ask you. I was hoping you had some information, Mister, uh, Mister. You know, this expert was made on these be- Italian did, films. Wasn't this released before it? Oh, totally. This predated it. it. Yeah, it did. So like, yeah. I was trying to confuse like what release would have called it that. Dude, they're just trying to fucking make money off of it. There's so many releases. Yeah. If you look, they they re-released it in the USA in like fucking yeah. 1980, 1977. Yeah, if you ever released this with the title Last House on the Left 2, hit me up on my Instagram because I'd be interested to see what that copy looks definitely, like. Definitely it. not. Definitely not released on, t- on tape as that. You don't think so? Hell no, dude. That was probably in theaters. They, they did that. That was definitely not released on tape. Interesting. The only, uh, well, I mean, you know, we have the Gorgon video release. That's probably the most popular. That's the earliest American one. Yeah. Uh, there's Japanese ones that are from around that time. Uh, you know, obvious power releases and all that shit. But, uh, 
I don't think it was ever released under that name on tape. It's so weird to me. Why I feel would like they you would call that in the theater? I, I, that's just strange. I don't know. Well, that's, Selling, that's making money. That's the way. Yeah, that's the way. Like Italians used to do things back then, man. Yeah. Just name any movie. You know, look We're at the hustlers, house. The like. You know? <laughs> well, look at the look at the La Casa series. Like yeah, none of that shit. True. Like yeah, has anything totally. to do with fucking Evil Dead. You know what I mean? At all. Yeah, it's very true. Um. I don't know. So, uh, <laughs> um, do you want to talk about how this started the st- the slasher craze at all? A little bit? How this, like, really ramped things up? Well, I mean, I, I think it's definitely probably the first thing that I would credit as a slasher as far as, you know, the kills being of that style. And not every kill I want to, you know, not, I can't say every kill in this movie is a slasher kill. But the ones that are have been repeated time and time and time and time again by everybody so you have that giant like cutting implement used that the one where he cuts the girl's throat and then hacks her in the back of the head that looks like in the back of the neck sorry yeah, yeah. that looks something straight out of fucking 1983 you know what i mean like that's crazy you he's, would never expect to see that in 1971 yeah, hell no um because it's not like over the top like herschel gordon lewis stuff where like it's obviously fake it's ridiculous you know right. it looks real like it looks like a fulci film it's that's what crazy. i say too is all of the the gore in this film has a very real effect to it but it's also beautiful Every kill is fucking gorgeous. It just has well, this they keep- atmosphere and mood to it. It's the movie's pretty clean in the sense of filming and like everything. Yeah, he was yeah. a very he was yeah. a very good cinematographer. Yeah. Yeah. He was very good at, at what he did. Uh, it's funny how after like every kill, well, almost every kill, you see like a cut to like a scenery shot. Yeah. Or something, a very like serene shot. Right? I like that, and it, it usually does a cool camera thing where you'll start with like a zoomed in, you know, out of focus shot that will pan out and focus in on whatever you're looking at. And I, I kind of like that. It gives a nice, uh, I don't know, it's it's cool to have that after a violent attack like that. Yeah. That serene peacefulness. It's it's cool. I dig it. It's good, just good job, it's Baba. just funny. It's funny to me like how all these Italian films look exactly the same. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like just like aesthetically they all look the same. No matter what genre of film. They just at this time period, like all through the seventies. Oh the opening of this movie feels like Suspiria. It totally has that Yeah it does. You know what I'm saying? It totally could be that same movie. So why don't I play the trailer that doesn't really tell you anything. It's just some fucking music. And uh (laughs) after that we'll get into the movie. And we'll give we'll give Grizz the fucking three minute heads up that the trailer's coming. Oh, shit. <laughs> that he needs a synopsis. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> this is actually the Twitch of the Death Nerve trailer.
Well, look, Albert, are you coming or aren't you? Shh, quiet. You'll wake the kids. Myself with my pen knife. Okay, so Bay of Blood, uh, Grizz, why don't you give these fine people a synopsis of this Italian giallo <laughs> classic, this masterpiece of, I don't know, just fucking Cinema. do it. Yeah, yeah just, just do it. A group of acquaintances set out to destroy one another to gain the inheritance of a wealthy old landowner. Not bad, except they're all related. <laughs> uh, see, not 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 all, because those fucking kids are not related to them. They are just camping. The on little the kids, end. not the little kids, no, the, the teens that are killed on. Oh, oh, oh! But they weren't involved in the thing. They got caught in the crossfire. <laughs> right. I wasn't trying to be too specific. Give me a break. All right, let's hear it. Um, let's see. Um. A family fights to the death over the rights to the Bay of Blood. <laughs> 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 That's so good. <laughs> okay, so like many other Italian giallo films of the time, this film starts with some great music, which you're probably hearing right now. Um, it's got the credits, the title <laughs> card, and some... Terrific scenery, right? Yeah. <laughs> We're getting to see this yeah. fake uh, wooded bay area. Um, apparently, there weren't really that many trees, so <laughs> good camera tricks. <laughs> I had to fake used. that. Yeah. Um, this is pretty cool, though. I like. What do you think about the setting? I like the setting yeah. of this. Yeah, it's very woodsy. Feels yeah, like rustic. Hunting trip. Rustic, right? There's well, they are on a hunting trip. Evil Dead shot in the beginning credits too, like of them like going up like through the trees, like really fast yeah. point of view with the camera. I mean, it's not like straight, but you could definitely tell where they got that inspiration from. And it ends with a close up on a f on a flagpole that looks like a cross, right? Like it looks like they tried to make it look like that on purpose, right? Yeah, totally. <laughs> there ain't no ain't no god in these woods right on this bay jesus jesus christ jesus. so it's it's nighttime on the bay and we see this house in the distance and it looks like you're looking at fucking count orlock's fucking house <laughs> this fucking castle and uh we see this old woman who looks pretty shot right look she looks pretty looks like life beat the fuck out of her hell yeah and uh she's looking out the window just dead eyes just doesn't look overall pleased with the world right distraught <laughs> she knows she knows the virus is coming she's old <laughs> jesus christ no chance <laughs> 
Uh, all right, all right, all right, all right. So, uh, all of a sudden, she fucking. Well, first of all, this is Countess Federica Donate. All right, so she is the owner of this property, right? She is married to the count that that they reference, right? He's the count. Yeah, the, the count, and he's a Filippo Donati. And we see the countess like strolling through on her wheelchair, <laughs> and what happens? A black gloved killer presents a noose, puts it around her neck, and kicks her out of the chair. And you see the chair like go off into the back while she's hanging. And this is quite the death scene, right? This took quite uh, an imagination to think up, yeah. right? Pretty crazy. And it's, never seen anything else like that. And it's beautiful. <laughs> like there's like this part of it that as she's being, uh, she's hanging there. There's a slowly yeah. like clicking of her wheelchair wheel happening, and it's getting slower and slower as she, like they're choking sounds. As she's starting to die. Yeah. Yeah. Everything about it is just right. beautiful. I don't know. I love it. It is so good. So we immediately see who the killer is. It's her husband, the count. And he's taking—he's taking off the black <laughs> gloves, right? He's taking those black yep. giallo gloves off. I love that. I love the shot. It's very like this movie, even though it's like you're saying it started like the slashers and stuff. It was like very James Bond villain esque. Yeah, that uh, was like cool because that—that's what we knew in the mainstream at the time was that's the villain. It's yeah, uh, very sophisticating, damaged person. Yeah. And, yeah. Also, everybody's the villain in this. True, but, but you know, but you but know what I mean. It's like a like how we, the public at the time, knew it a villain, and as an opening scene of a movie, somebody's gonna kill, and you get that kind of like the Bond reveal. Yeah, he totally you know? is yeah, that character. Yeah. yeah. So uh, he looks around after he kills this old woman, and he sees that the front gate's open, and he looks at it like he's happy, sort of, which doesn't make sense because that leads me to believe that somebody's like in your property, on yeah. your property. <laughs> And uh, in fact, there there is somebody there. So uh, one thing about this uh, murder here is right. that it's planned to look like a suicide, right? Somebody leaves a suicide note, and apparently it's February 13th. Yep. And there's a lot of 13s in this, too. February 13th, um, 13 kills in this movie. Fucking crazy. Oh, really? That's cool. <laughs> 13 deaths? Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, he leaves this fake suicide note, and all of a sudden, he's stabbed to death, like brutally stabbed to yeah. death by another mystery killer, right? <laughs> back to back. <laughs> oh my god, it just sounded like I smoked three packs of Winston's. That slide, that slide <laughs> shot, that little shot behind the slide was slick. You like that? Yeah, no, and I know, I noticed that, I didn't notice it the first watch. And the, these guys are so weird, fucking Duke like, and Bobby. Jesus. So cool from the inside. God damn it, Bobby. I'm so glad you damn kept it, track Bobby. of these names, because they were insane. You couldn't keep track of it? Uh, there's so many fucking people in this movie, dude. Yeah. All right, I'm so right now, this next shot, this next scene, we see Frank and Laura, right? Frank's like a real estate developer, I guess. Uh, he's got his hands all over the bay. And uh, he's talking to his mistress, I guess, who's also okay. his secretary. And he's talking about a squank. Have you ever heard of a squank before? <laughs> I've never heard of this. <laughs> no, Have you? <laughs> no. no? Here we go. No. What's a squank, huh? Well, squank. The squank is not north, it's a dark colored creature. Oh, 
Frank, why do you do that? Its skin is covered with moles. It's equipped with long claws and strong teeth. Clever little beast. But it's still very easy to find. <laughs> it only gives itself away because a squonk never stops whimpering. You know what the squonk does when captured? Dissolves into tears. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Fucking squonks. Chris, what's, that, what's that mean, man? Dude, that's way over my head, dude. I don't is that know. just him? That's is heavy. that just him calling her a fucking crybaby? Is, I think that's it, is most, that like a long? Yeah, that's, that's a long-winded way of him saying like, "Stop being a baby." Case, yeah. That, <laughs> I would just stop Italians, being a baby. This guy's a genius. Just poetic about it. <laughs> so he basically says, "I gotta, I gotta go back to the bay. I gotta get this signature from this asshole Simon." So uh, that's one of our main, well, actually two of our main players. Uh, you know of one immediately, and that's Frank. And yep. later on, we'll see Laura get involved into this whole situation. So uh, what's cool about this is that they kind of give a little short backstory on everybody, like all the players in this game of death, right? You get an idea of a little bit of who everybody is. And you don't really feel bad for any of them. A lot of it's a little winded, but I, I, I guess it does build the story well. It makes you care about the characters a little bit more than you normally would. Yeah, so this is where we meet Simon, and he's like a... He lives on the property. He's like the night watchman. Uh, he's actually, uh, you know, what? I'm not gonna say anything yet. Uh, but we see him take like this big bite out of a squid that he caught out of the bay, right? There's a <laughs> yeah. there's a big like uh, it's a big thing with squids in this movie, there is, right? Like yeah. it's a main, it's like a main focal point in a lot of this. <laughs> so um, we see two people with uh, binoculars, right, looking down, and. This is um, the daughter and her husband of the Countess, right? And they're looking at the guys down by the water. And it's also Paul, who's like an entomologist or whatever. And he's trying to catch this bug. Simon's busting his balls. How yeah. like, you're never going to fuck with yeah, bust like, my balls. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah. Tony Soprano came in. <laughs> There's not gobble in the fridge. But uh, they have like this really weird interaction. Live and let live, and without any interfering. Even that poor squid was free once, Simon. Huh? I study Coleopters because I love them. Huh. Sure, but the squirming little creatures still end up under your microscope. Yeah, he's dead, all right, but at least I eat my squid. But I don't kill as a hobby like you do. Good Lord, Simon. <laughs> Make me feel like a murderer. So, right now, they're. <laughs> They're trying to set up everybody as a red herring for the murder oh, yeah. of the Countess. Well, not really the Countess, but the murder of the Count, right? Uh, he's, Simon's getting all like accusative, accusatory yeah, of, uh, accusatory. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, the other guy's getting all fucking like, you know, whoa, man. Paul's like, yo, dude, the fuck you trying to say? Yeah, bro, come on. But like, it gets even more. It gets like even more uh, intense. But man isn't an insect, my dear Simon. We have centuries of civilization behind us, you know. No, I don't know. I wasn't there. All right, so maybe not more intense. But we see that we see that Simon does not really like this guy, right? Like uh, he's busting some... his balls. 
And then he's just like, he's a dick. He doesn't give a shit. He don't there's give a shit about nothing. Some tension right? there for sure, yeah. Yeah, he's got a bad attitude, this guy, Simon. <laughs> dick. <laughs> so, uh, Paul says, like, oh, like, Simon's changed since the death of, uh, I think he actually says it to Simon. You've changed since the death of the Countess. And, uh, Simon gets, like, extremely defensive here. He's like, it was a suicide. She was a suicide. Oh, like, it yeah. wasn't a murder, right? And it's very intense. Yeah, yeah. It really makes him look a little bit guilty here. But uh, we now see uh, two. Well, wait. So now we got the Frank character again. And this is where we see he's trying to get the property from uh, for his company. And he's in cahoots with somebody that's already at the bay, right? He's got to get the signature. And this is pretty much the setup of Frank being like a piece of shit, right? This is where we see that he's like not just a normal businessman. Yeah, it's totally setting up for him being like a scumbag. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah. would you consider him like the main villain of this? Of all the people, would he be like the villain? Probably the main protagonist for sure, as far yeah. as like the An most antagonist. The yeah. <laughs> oh man, you just blew my mind. I've been calling people the. To... All right, yeah, he's the most that <laughs> for for sure. <laughs> so we see these two uh, couples now, and how old would you say these people are? Like in their mid twenties. Oh yeah, like the the couple there. Y yeah, the two couples. The um. They're two European girls. One's German, I guess, and one's French. Yeah, the awkward uh, dancers. They're definitely in their twenties. Broomhilda, Broomhilda, yeah. and uh, Great name. Denise. And then there's Bobby and Duke. So, it's pretty funny when like you see them find this abandoned disco, right? And I guess this is actually on the disco property Deca. of the bay. So is this part of like the house and shit? Yeah, yeah right. This is like on the property. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh. There was a there's a pretty funny line here where she uses the wrong terminology and I thought this I don't know why I found this funny. Hey, give me your cassette, Wiener Schnitzel, baby. You are cool dog. You are now does she say cool dog? I think that's you are what cool it's... dog. Or does yeah. she say pool you dog? You are cool dog. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why cool I find yeah yeah I don't know why I find that so fucking funny. But, um, this, this is like the beginning of the whole Crystal Lake slasher. You get killed if you're fucking, fucking doing drugs, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. This is the start of all that, right? Now, when these four people get killed, it's legitimately a Friday the 13th film, right? It even looks like it. Like, yeah. this scene that's going on right now looks like it. Yeah, the chase and, um, scene that you're looking at. But yeah, I would say, totally I would say more. Um, it does, but it looks more like clean. It's very, it's it's like it's like very theatrical looking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, we see that there's a psychic reading tarot cards, right? And whatever she's reading doesn't look too good. She looks pretty worried. Yeah. Um, now this is the guy <laughs> Paul's wife. And we got the virus, man. Uh, 
Patient zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're double O, double O zero. I don't even know. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, The psychic is Paul's wife. And you can tell that like their relationship is absolutely terrible. Um, He goes and he tries, uh, he like goes into his basement. He's uh, working on these bug pinning things, right? He's like talking to them and all this shit. And she, uh, she's like going to tell him like, Hey, Hey, I like just read something, uh, on the, on the tarot cards. And this is their conversation. The clouds are swirling. There will be tears shed over the bay. Really? Oh, oh Lord. Just think of that, <laughs> Ferdinando. And now what? Ferdinando the is a bug. appeared at the end of the line of fire. The Ariman. The sickle of death is about to strike. Oh, good lord, but your cards sometimes. Last week, the olive came out first, and a gust of joy was about to blow over the bay. And yet someone strangled poor Federico instead. So he's like a real piece of shit, too. He's, mm-hmm. This show is that, like, he's just blowing her off, acting like an asshole, saying shit back Joking to her. Joking about it. Yeah, yeah, about the fucking old woman dying. Yep. He's just laughing about it. He's a real piece of shit. So we see somebody's watching the two couples, right, on the property. And this is also like a very Friday the 13th type slasher film thing. You see the person watching, you know, the kids doing whatever they're doing. And Broomhilda wants to go swimming in the bay, despite the fact it looks cold as hell out, right? (laughs) And for some reason, the guy Bobby lets her go alone, right? He goes in the house with with Duke and uh, what's her name, Denise. Such a dumbass. What are you? Yeah, what are you doing, man? Yeah, like, dude. first of all, that's like stupid as hell. Yeah, it's the wrong. Third move. of all, like, yeah, you cock blocking your friend, man. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, of course, Broomhilda gets naked because this is an Italian film, so there is nudity. Of, oh, yeah, you man. know, ten out of ten times. It's just a beautiful redhead. <laughs> I took a note. I just, I don't know. Stood out to me. That's, yeah, that's fine, man. And uh, they successfully break into the this house that's on the property, and you can see like the inside is all swanky, right? Swinging seventies. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, is it the swinging seventies? Swinging sixties? It's something. It's swinging. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's something, all right. And. Uh, they immediately start like fucking taking shit, right? They're like drinking and all this. They're doing the things that you're not supposed to do in a slasher film. Yeah. And sure. um Bobby and Duke, like, they start to argue about Bobby being there, right? He's like, get the fuck out of here, man. I'm like, what are you doing? Get lost. They're all dancing and, like, weird. It's like the weirdest yeah, yeah. dance. Bobby look yeah, Bobby looks weird as fuck. And uh Broomhilda is swimming in the bay. And her leg gets caught on the rope that the Count's body is fucking tied to in the, in the water. And of wait, course... Wait, whose body? The Count. Wait, fuck. Oh, uh, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> right, 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 right. Fuck. One, two... No, 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 no. I, I had this. Wait. Purple and Oscar wears purple. Oh, oh. I was just watching that. Did you do that, man? Oscar. I'm the cow. <laughs> oh, I'm the cow. 
So uh, she she. <laughs> you don't remember that? No, I don't remember that one. When, when oh, Ke- Kevin's getting made fun of his Cookie Monster, and to get back, he makes a video of Oscar as the count, and they're like, "Well, he's grouchy. You should be Oscar the Grouch." No, but Oscar's purple, and then Kevin comes in. Oh, I love this the count. <laughs> <laughs> so um. Of course, the body, you know, surfaces. She's freaked the fuck out by this disgusting corpse. And she starts running, right? She puts her clothes back on. So good for her. A lot of times, you know, as the 80s went on, they don't do that. They just make you run fucking butt ass naked. (laughs) Birthday suiting it through the woods. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and she's screaming, please help me, Bobby! Bobby! You do a fantastic Broomhilda, let me tell you. Yeah, dude, I'm good at this shit. What a crappy name. Didn't you know that I did... What are you talking about, man? That's a great name. Broomhilda? I love that. (laughs) It's such, like, a hard name. Don't you know the story, man? I can't do a fucking Christoph Waltz. I was gonna say, if you pull that off, I will be (coughs) very impressed. Broomhilda? That's from... from Django. Django Unchained, yeah. 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 Broomhilda. I mean, I like that movie, but it's not it's no fucking Franco Nero fucking <laughs> That shit's crazy. Um DiCaprio really cut his hand in that scene. Is that fucking crazy? Really? Uh, yeah, he was yeah, like when spraying he blood everywhere and shit. Yeah. yeah. His hand fucking fucking cut open. So she starts running and before she can get help, she's slashed in the throat with this fucking giant bladed farm implement. What is this done thing? So what cool. is that called? Do you know, man? You're a farm guy, aren't you? <laughs> Yeah, but not, I don't think that's a farm knife, dude. That's just like a giant knife with like, like a hook end on it. When yeah. she's still on the ground moving because it's like the cut's not all the way through. Yeah, then he fucking chops her in the yeah. back of the neck that with it. Awesome. You see all this like juice come out, yeah. like this spine juice. And it's 1971 and they don't cut away. You see the whole thing. Uh, that's what I love about this. They did, no, Crazy, man. No edits, man. I like that a lot. So damn cool. And then there's a nice shot of the bay after. Which the I bay. Love. Doesn't it like start uh, too with like her laying there and like the sun's like setting and like her dead? It's, yeah, it's like beautiful. So peaceful. It's a beautiful scene, it's man. It's a serene this scene. Whole movie. God damn See? it! And you told me this movie sucks. Uh, and uh, give me credit. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Denise and the Duke—they're banging, right? They're in the bed, and Bobby's sitting outside. He got worked by the Duke. Right, he looked like he went and got some drinks, and then when they came, when he came back, they're all they're all gone. Fucking hucklebucks. Yeah, so we see a point of view shot of the killer, right? He's outside and he I guess he knocks this planter over on purpose. So Bobby, like an idiot, just opens the door and he gets this giant bladed weapon just lodged right in his face. <laughs> this is another this is a Friday the thirteenth kill. Uh, this is one of the ones they said they paid homage to. This is homage. something that's been done homage. in like a million fucking movies, honestly. Yeah, exactly. This is, this like is first. So this is where you see it first. And I love and, it too uh, because when he gets the uh, the knife in the face, he's like, and you get the shot. You can see of him the other right eyeball. There. He's like yeah. blinking still and like twitching, yeah. and his face is like when he's still alive. Yeah, and he takes the he takes the knife out too, right? I he leaves him there just a giant gash in his face. So love when it. I saw that scene, when I saw that scene, it looked so good. I was like. Oh my god, that's a really good prosthetic on the other side. And then when the lighting got closer, you could tell it was, oh, it's not another prosthetic. It's still his face and the it just the makeup is the knife. I thought it was yeah. like a little prosthetic they put on the side to make his face look bigger. And then when they did the the um, You could see it like up close from yeah. the side. And what I really like what they did was the same thing. They show everything. They changed the angle just so they had time to do 
a separate prosthetic yeah. makeup to pull out the knife. Yeah. That well, was even really good. You see the knife come down, yeah. like the giant blade come down, and it like jump cuts to yeah. the thing in his face. Yeah. And it looks like you're seeing it. Shot in. Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah, but it's not. It's just already in there, and they just cut to it. Very well done. And then, and then that end exit scene's great too. It was a great. When scene. He, he just pulls it. He just pulls it out, and he's yeah. like, "I know what to do." And he looks over, and he sees a spear, right? A spear that fucking the Duke was. Uh, I, mean, yeah. I don't know why I keep calling him the Duke. His name is Duke, but he's not the Duke. Yeah, but call him the Duke. That's no, I like. Yeah, I, I like that you refer to him as as the Duke. That's that's good. He's he's no the John Duke. Wayne partner. <laughs> the that's Duke. What I keep picturing his name is Duke. <laughs> John Wayne would fucking beat the shit out of everybody in this movie, man. Yeah, that's for sure. Wow. That, that guy was like a legit fucking Hi, six man. five. Yeah, he's big. Yeah, he was boy. a big dude. Man, that guy's got a knife in his face. Was it Ted? Ted White? <laughs> Ted Ted White was his stunt man, right? Is that true? I didn't know that. Yeah, man. That's Jason awesome. fucking another Jason connection. Yeah, yeah. No, would uh, be, no, would be better than the Duke in this movie. Uh, the Duke from Jason Goes to Hell. No, just Columbo. <laughs> just call out uh, answers call I, I kind of would like Creighton Duke in this oh, beautiful yeah. um, so badass. so we know that this spear is going to be put to work right now uh, we see the killer enter the room where the Duke and Denise are on the bed right she, they're on top of each other yep and this is where we see another Friday the 13th kill uh, the spear is put between both of them. Yep. And what they do better than the Friday the 13th one is you see, uh, I think she was on top of him. You see her like wiggling around while the thing is yeah. in her back, like yeah. she's writhing in pain. Just like imagine get, like yeah. being, atta being attached to somebody like that. Like what a kid. This is 1971. And you see it go in. Yeah. Was there a cut? Was there a cut under the bed to see the thing go yeah. through the body yeah. of the floorboard? Yeah. yeah. And so they took that scene and you verbatim. See it, and you yeah. see it go through them, too. Yeah. Like he it, claims he show never it. saw that scene ever when he did that. Oh, oh yeah. There's yeah, no okay. way. Yeah, fucking get out of here. Um, there's a bear shit in the woods. And also, <laughs> um, what they did, too, that was a little different, too. In all the movies, there's always blood on the person on, that's on top. There was blood in the middle. Yeah. And it was just gushing out, which is like something if you usually see that kill in multiple films, it's always like kind of very clean and not in the way of like well, you filmmaking. Right. clean you would yeah, see it in the middle yeah yeah dude this this movie's fucking crazy it's great yeah so anna the psychic goes to see paul right but he's not there so we got another red herring uh but we do see a bug like half pinned to the to the board and apparently bob is like yeah i really regret doing that <laughs> he was oh, not a, he yeah they it's killed it. that fucking bug. Yeah, he's like, can you believe that? I sacrificed <laughs> this bug. It's like, this is the biggest regret of my whole career. Was animal rights after him? <laughs> no, just the tax man. Yep. Oh, boy. So, uh, Anna goes looking for him, obviously. And we see these two kids and uh, their parents, right? And they have this, like, RV. And the parents are arguing. And this is the countess's daughter. Uh, I think her name is Renata, and his name is Albert, and I think they call her Rennie also. He references her as Rennie. Yeah. Um, and you can immediately tell that they're kind of, something's up with them, right? And they're like, oh, we, we need, we need answers. So we're going to go, they go and see Paul and Anna. Now, what I don't get is, uh, is Paul and Anna like neighbors or do they live on the property for some reason? Yeah, I don't, I don't understand you know them being there that much 
as far as like the location of, of you know if we can set up their neighbors or if they just show up there or what yeah so uh you know they find them and they're talking and neither of them has a very nice thing to say about mr <laughs> uh Donati, no, right? Here's not. uh, here's what Paul, yeah, here's what Paul has to say. As I was saying, uh, your father wasn't exactly beyond reproach. He was, in a word, vice ridden. Vice ridden. He was an enterprising man. Vice. Yet this idea to transform the bay into a fashionable resort was doomed to fail from the start. Also because, madam, the bay is full of insects. <laughs> So this guy's ca- this guy's cadence and the way he talks, it sounds like an Italian guy trying to do a trying to do a Christopher Walken impression. It's like it's he's a, so he's he so so fucking arrogant Ow. when he's talking. He does sound very it's insane. It's when he says the bay. Yeah, it sounds like he's but, trying to do a Walken. But remember, he said. Uh, earlier what like but people aren't insects right when he's talking about killing insects yeah now he's referencing saying oh the bay the bay is filled with them now yeah. right so we're setting this guy up as a fucking red herring also um we should call this movie red herring <laughs> hey man it probably was released as that somewhere yeah right but uh anna Indonesia. also Anna also speaks about the count and he he doesn't she doesn't have uh, very nice things to say about him either the cow? My husband, poor dear, feels that even insects have a soul. On the other hand, if Filippo Donati has a soul, then I'd say insects also do. Say like, wow. <laughs> she really didn't think very highly of him. So apparently Simon, the guy that was eating the squid before and acting like a fucking lunatic, uh, he's the <laughs> countess's illegitimate son. And he, like, was hidden until he was 16. He lives on the property. He's like a fucking animal, they're basically saying. But he seems pretty well-adjusted, besides being, like, a deranged (laughs) psychopath. But uh, apparently this complicates things for Renata and Albert, right? This is now a speed bump in their plan. And um, we also see here that Paul's hand is cut, right? We're setting him up. What happened to your hand? Oh, it's I, I cut it doing fucking whatever. It's like, okay, dude. It's definitely <laughs> yeah. all right, bro. Puts the suspicion on him, that's for sure. Yeah. So Simon's talking to Frank, right? So Simon's in cahoots with him, and they're in business. And apparently, he signed the papers that he's gonna sell the bay over to uh, Frank's company. Now, I guess he doesn't know that. Renata is the actual daughter, right? Yeah, he's in, not in the loop. Or did, or do they just not know what the actual will says? Because they never really say it in the movie, right? And that's a big part of the end. I they thought that he did. I didn't think he knew he was the daughter, but you might be right that it, 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 like the whole will thing. I don't, I don't know, but um, Simon basically uh, is gonna also be a big piece of shit in this movie so you don't feel bad for anybody everybody is literally a piece of shit lots of turds yeah yeah so uh, Renata and Albert go to see Simon because Renata wants answers about her dad and she firmly believes that like he didn't you know he didn't disappear and she was murdered and he was murdered right she doesn't think that he did anything bad but uh, she's pretty. She's wrong. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's really wrong. 
Um, so they go to see Simon and they're talking and Renata sees a squid moving on the floor, right? She sees like a tentacle mm-hmm. and she like kind of looks at it and it's going underneath this, uh, like blanket that's on the uh, on the dock and she moves the blanket and what does she see the squid fucking all over <laughs> her father's dead body I love the dead and body she, too oh this is a brutal fucking shot right it's so disgusting yeah. looking bloated uh, green blue it's such a good like waterlogged dead body Great job. With the squid like all over it, around it's its just neck this, and shit. Yeah, yeah so good. it's just fucking gross. And he just casually brushes it off. Uh, all right, Simon, talk and make it quick. I found him in the sea. Yeah. Yeah, I found him in the sea. Yeah. So this guy, Stone Cold Killer, maybe, possibly. possibly? Probably. More than likely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, they they immediately, like, they run. And Albert goes to get the car. And Renata is in the house. And she goes to use the bathroom. But what does she find? A bathtub full of dead bodies. I like and that. And this is also kind of like a Friday the 13th thing yeah. with, like, you know, having the victim find the bodies and all oh, that he, shit. Yeah. Only, he, only he wasn't the one. The guy that's gonna come into the shot now wasn't the one that killed everybody here. But um, now, after she finds these bodies, uh, Frank attacks her with a hatchet. Right, but she manages to close the door, and the door has like these two glass panes in yeah. it. She picks up this pair of scissors, I think it was. The longest she, fucking scissors ever, too. Yeah, and she, she stabs him through the door in the stomach, right? Yeah. It first looks like he gets it in the nuts, but uh, I think I it's the it stomach that looks like... I thought it was his leg at first, like a calf shot or some shit, but yeah, you're right, it's the stomach. Yeah, later you see him bleeding from, like, the midsection. Yeah. So, uh... After all this, well, while all this is going on, Anna goes to see the dead body, and there's nothing there, right? It's not there anymore. And Paul goes looking for Anna. All of a sudden, Paul's worried about his wife. So Paul <laughs> finds Frank's body, right? He's immediately like, oh, shit. And Albert finds Renata, and she tells him, like, yo, you got to go take care of Paul. He can fuck this whole thing up. Like, he, this can't get out. You got to go kill him. And he's hesitant at first. But he's like, all right, whatever. So Paul goes <laughs> Paul goes to call the police, and he had to fucking get the phone book to look up 311 or 331, whatever hey, it was. come on, it's in Italy. Come on, and relax And he even fucks there. it up. He fucks it up, too. Uh, and he strangled with the telephone cord, which was pretty cool. I like that. That's yeah, a good strangulation. Looks real. So um, Frank's mistress slash secretary slash Laura is at a gas station, right? And she's getting gas and all this, and she's apparently trying to get in touch with Frank, and she can't, right? He's not picking up because she was supposed to go there later on that night. Mm-hmm. So we see another player entering the game, right? <laughs> yeah, another character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, another character that you don't know the name of. Custom character, too. <laughs> so Anna shows up at the bay, and she finds Frank's body, and he looks dead, right? He's laying on the floor. And um, he, this is where we see like that bloody scissor shot, right? Like it's a yeah. real beautiful, like 
the shiny silver scissors with the really deep red on it. Glistening right? silver, yeah. yeah, it's cool. Super, super Italian, right? <laughs> beautiful beautiful thing, people, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Even in it. these, even would you can? This is a horror film. Fuck it, I don't. I'm not gonna call it just a giallo. Like this is no, a legitimate this is, horror this film. Is horror, yeah. Um, but like you don't get shots like that in Friday the Thirteenth, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> Part of me while There's I just fumble through my notes. There's a shot better than the first Yeah, Friday. well, they took... It seems like they didn't just shoot this for money, even though they did, but it seems like they put a little bit more thought into it. Yeah, I think... And then, then the best... the the One of the best cinematography, cinematography shots from Friday 13th is the second one, where you see him in the background, like running and you see him through the hole oh like through like the fucking yeah, yeah. at the end of it like that's the, like can, the first slick shot yeah the whole yeah. series so anna is uh is decapitated with a hatchet right when she goes back into the house and you actually see like the stump and Just everything say, yeah, with the spine in there the spine was great awesome. oh, i'm glad you mentioned the spine because that was my favorite yeah. part of that i was like hell yeah they did it right i lo- i love that shit so uh Renata tells Albert that they all they need to do now is get rid of Simon, right? He's the last piece of the puzzle. So Laura arrives at the bay and she uh she finds Frank alive, right? Yeah, surprise, and uh surprise. Yeah, yeah. And uh he tells her like, Oh, go find Simon, right? Like Simon's gonna fucking help. And I found that this was like an extremely, um, like an extremely interesting plot turn here, right? Like a twist. So, um, this is where things kind of go to like 11 in the movie. Certainly picks up a little bit from here, that's for sure. Yeah, so she finds Simon, right? But she walks in and like he locks the door and he immediately like, it's like, I know who you are. Like, don't, like, cut the shit, right? Yeah. And she, uh, the door's locked, and she even asks, like, why'd you lock the door? And basically, this is where we get the whole story, right? So, Frank wanted Laura to seduce the Count, right? And basically get him to off the Countess. And they were going to pin it on like a suicide he thought of the whole plan right and this is him basically explaining that I can't read the spelling the noble lady desired death to the point of suicide suicide right this coming February 13th we'll bring her old diary up to date on the 13th of February, Donati will kill his Contessa. A page from this diary, her suicide note, will be found near the body. Donati eventually becomes owner of the bay and sells it to me. Wow, that's a pretty intricate plan and requires a lot of pieces to fall in perfectly. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Simon comes at her, right, with this giant blade thing again and she throws this boiling water on him that just seems to make him even more mad <laughs> and he manages to grab her and he strangles her to death all while she's having a flashback Hell yeah. <laughs> so Simon walks away like it's no big deal right and he finally takes a seat to take a breath and he has a he has a flashback now of his meeting with Frank you should have called me first Simon there was no time 
one of them saw Donati's body, they would have called the police. That certainly complicates matters. Anyway, put them all in one room for now. Tonight you can dump them in the bay. Then you'll have to disappear for a while. Take a trip. Anywhere. But keep out of sight. How can I? I don't have the money. I may be able to help you out there. If you sign a statement where you sell the property you'll inherit over to me, I can probably get a loan from the bank. But uh, to facilitate things, Simon, I'll have to have a copy of her will. Okay. Good. 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 So, basically, Good. this is their deal, right? <laughs> yeah. And Simon basically just started killing people, right? And uh, Frank knew all about it and was telling him to put the bodies in the room and all that, and he's going to try to take care of it. And What a twist. <laughs> no. What a twist. There it is. <laughs> Ooh, what a twist. So, um, this is where Simon meets his end. When he's stabbed with, I guess... It looked like the spear again. Yeah, it was a spear. Uh, by Albert, right? He, it goes right through his stomach, and it's pretty fucked up looking, it's right? It's a great kill. Uh, him, like, just twitching on it, and, like, the whole thing. It, it's very convincing. Yeah, they, like, they pull back, and you see him, like, pinned to the wall with it. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I love that ending, too, because, like, he's he's hanging there, like, up against their pinned, and at, right before the scene cuts, you see his whole body go, like, limp. Like, as he dies on, like, the, the, the penetrated, like, you know, stake and right. shit. It's so good. Yeah. So, only Anna and Albert, uh, not Anna, only Renata and Albert remain. And we get this, uh, this is, like, where we start to see them looking for the will. So, now they need the will for whatever reason. So, I guess they're confident that everything's going to Renata, right? And they conveniently find it in a briefcase that's in, like, a drawer, like a dresser <laughs> drawer. The fuck was it that? Hello. But, uh, they also are attacked again by Frank, who's alive and able to move, right? The lights go out. She just goes, look out. <laughs> and, uh... It's a very clear scene. It's funny yeah, yeah. And we get this, we get this fight, and we see this figure get up because it's all in shadow and she looks all scared and I thought this was pretty clever that they do not tell you who won the fucking fight with the scissors yeah. right it immediately just cuts to Renata and Albert outside right packing the car they have they're burning the oh that's what it is they're burning the will yep so then it'll because he's Evidence. the illegitimate son so it would all just go to her yep and uh, they're burning the will, they're packing the car, and we fucking have <laughs> this. Well, all's well, it uh, ends well. Right. <laughs> Mommy, Daddy! <laughs> yep, the ten, eight or not even, like the six and eight-year-old kids killed the parents for the inheritance. There Holy shit. And then what we get this weird ass ending so by good. the little girl or the little boy says it. Gee, they're good at playing dead, aren't they? <laughs> Jesus. And then we get this upbeat hey, music. So great. Like this is this is fucking nuts. This movie is fucking gnarly ending. I, I just can't even listen to this. It's uh, great ending. It's such a great ending. <laughs> so 
was this the first time you watched this no. or did you see this before no, i've seen you've seen few, this before I've seen this a few times yeah have you seen this before first time. what'd you loved, think anthony loved it you liked it loved it see this is like when the italian shit goes right which Break, is all the time breaks right? the nines for sure <laughs> yeah yeah well we do the fours man we do the fours. We do one oh, through yeah. five. Oh, I'm sorry. Break, break, break is breaks the breaks into the fours. So, yeah. Anthony. Uh, well, first of all, yeah. So this film ends with the two kids basically frolicking to this music, and uh, you you have this fucking like bloodbath of a film, which is one of the names, and <laughs> it ends on such like a positive high like thing. And the two people that survive are probably the most innocent out of all of them. Yeah. Right? That's very true. Well, one thing, one thing you learn from this movie is cord, cordless phones were good to have. You don't want to get strangled, but why didn't, <laughs> why didn't, why didn't the murderers just always carry a cord with them? <laughs> Some of them did. There you go. It seems to be the most like maniac, right? He's got no, the garage yeah. wire, right? Yeah. yeah. Just no, no. Just have a like. Just always have like a cord from a cord, cord. cord, cell phone cord with you at all times. Okay, so. Uh, who wants to go first? Give me what you liked about it and a rating. You want to go first? Oh, sure. Um, yeah, I liked I liked how it was filmed. Like everything, I thought as the you said the word best that it's movies, everything's pretty clean. I think every kill was like a beat of it was like a piece of music. Everything had like a certain beat to it. There was like it was like a story to everything about like these kills in the movie. I give it I give it a four point five. Wow. Yeah. All right. So Grizz. Uh, so, uh, I have a love-hate relationship with the movie. I love all the kills. I actually like the story. I think that the story suffers from being a little bit too overcomplicated in parts. I think it could be as good of a movie without a lot of the, f the, the bullshit, I guess. Uh -huh. um, my favorite scene from this movie by far is the decapitation. Something that we didn't mention with that scene is, like, as she's decapitated, you see the quick shot of the stump with this like the you know like we said with the uh, the spine in it but then it cuts immediately to like the smashing with those two kids like smashing yeah. this like porcelain head and it's such a great like cut to that yeah. to play to that sen uh, sensibility of what's going on um the something, tempo. something that i wanted to ask you guys your opinion about about this film that i saw online people were talking about that i thought was a cool aspect uh some people thought that the bay itself is what was causing all the murders like it's almost that's the supernatural aspect to it oh. is that the bay is almost that. responsible for possessing all these people like because why would the kids go after the inheritance kids don't have like uh, a sense of money and wealth like that you know at that age so yeah, it's but almost it's, like they're it, being possessed by the island or the the bay itself to to do it it's all kicked off by it's, frank's parent company that has so it's an evil corporation that kicks off the killing that has yeah. the everyday person killing themselves killing each okay. other yeah. you know who the real <laughs> villain of this movie is guys you want to know you want to greed yeah no greed, it is no. yeah oh, that's yeah. what it is so what's your do you have did you give a rating uh rating like i said i like it hate it i will give it a four star very there good go. fair so yeah i this is one of my favorite movies but i love this shit uh I like the kills. It's crazy that it's 1971. It's more brutal than stuff that you saw yeah. even in the 90s. Gnarly. Crazy. Uh, Mario Bava, uh, the forefather of everything you probably watched in the 80s, if you want to really get down to it. <laughs> um, yeah, this one, I don't find a problem with the story. 
a lot of times when you watch these types of movies, they don't wrap up a lot of things. And in this one, everything is pretty much wrapped up. All the loose ends are pretty much tied, right? (laughs) Um, So basically, I I think this is up there. It's not quite like a Lucio Fulci film because it's not like a supernatural horror. Like, it's just about, it's it's pretty much the most violent giallo you'll watch. Uh, and especially for the time, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, so I say, you know, five out of five, go see this one. Check it out. Rent it. <laughs> if you can find it, buy it. Shit's awesome. Seriously. It's, it's and I know the Blu-ray is really good too. Oh, I know really? that the, uh, yeah, that it's super clear. This, like the tape is super dark. So did that Blu-ray? Was yeah. that an Arrow release? Do you know? Yeah. Like the Kino Mario Bava series oh, or okay. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, anything else? You guys, uh, it will close this chapter of this episode. Mm-hmm. Goodbye, Bay of Blood. It's been real. Yeah, it's been real. <laughs> <laughs> you see, the deal is, man, you gotta step up and spin that wheel. Once you spin it, where it stops, that's what you and I are gonna do. And what happens? Well, we both go in the ring. One man comes out. The other? <laughs> well, no. Okay, so it's time to spin the wheel. Um, you know, like I said, we put some new stuff on there. Uh, we took some old stuff off. Uh, I think it's let's let's. Who's feeling lucky? Anybody feeling lucky? I'm always feeling lucky. All right, it's so, gonna be Meteor Man. Oh, I wish, man. <laughs> what's what's the other one? Blank man? Blank man, yeah. Oh, I would focus uh, on blank man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's spin the wheel. Three, two, one. Okay, now this is one that I am fucking very happy came up. Meteor man. No. <laughs> the... I mean, like, what genre of movie is this? Um, well, it's about a guy who gets hit by a meteor. And <laughs> <superpowers>. <laughs> the nineteen ninety, oh, the nineteen ninety, the nineteen eighty-eight, super violent. My birthday year. Action revenge. gang revenge film, Deadbeat at Dawn. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is now. This isn't a horror film, but it might as well be. Yeah, it will it's still. Up there. This one is fucking crazy. Anthony, you said you've never heard of this, right? Uh, Grizz, you love this movie. I love this movie. I love everything fucking Jim Van Viever has ever done, dude. His movies are amazing. So let's hit the trailer and we'll talk a little bit more about this.
the news this morning at approximately 6.40, a large teenage gang attacked and robbed security guards, transporting over $100,000 in cash from an armored... Okay, yeah, so I'm not playing you that whole trailer because it's uh, doesn't really tell you much, but trust me, this movie's fucking crazy. Look it up. It's it's hard to explain, right? It's like uh, this guy's girlfriend is killed and he's out for revenge, but they That's still need crazy. him for a robbery, and that leads to him taking extraordinary steps to get back Street at measures will be taken yeah <laughs> this boy's awesome man i got oh, the yeah. catch him video release right 1990 it finally came to tape that's took the, a bit uh, i think that was the only real release it ever had that's the right? sought after gem right there yeah man this movie's awesome i love this shit uh yeah i'm pumped really on, i'm pumped to, to show anthony this he's gonna love this yeah that was good um so grizz did you get anything this week watch anything uh, I got in the mail in a uh, very nice bubble mailer, which left my tape broken. But uh, after a little bit of oh, repair, yeah, nice. Yeah, fuck those Amazon sellers. Uh, but I did get a copy of Evil Sister, uh, which is from 1998. I gave that a watch, and it was fucking awesome. It's Sick. it's about like this mental hospital chick gets out and like living with her sister, but she's possessed by a succubus. So all she wants to do is fuck. And, like, it's just, like... But she's also, like, in a satanic cult, so she's doing, like, fucking seance. Weird, uh, weird shit. It's awesome, dude. Yeah, so I'm, I'm in love with it. I'm glad I got it. I'm glad I was able to fix it. And fuck you, Amazon seller. So that's my week. Yeah, yeah. Anthony? Um, just, um, it's my month's almost done with the Criterion channel app. Uh-huh. So I watched this. Um, I'm going to re-up it because there's so much great stuff on it. I watched... Movie called um, The Day Trippers, which is an independent film from like mid nineties. I watched, just watched a bunch of stuff. I don't know and this movie. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Columbo. Did you ever see that yeah. movie, The Tripper, with fucking David Arquette from uh, like the two thousands? <laughs> I when I was researching this movie, Day Tripper, 
Tripper just kept on coming up. <laughs> like, every, every, like, no dude, joke. What Watch is that? It. What it's, is Tripper? It's, it's awesome, dude. Yeah. It's David Arquette's movie. It's got uh, Jason Mewes in it. It's got fucking Pee Wee Herman in it. And it's oh like, dude, and it's all about like this music festival and these stupid fucking hippies getting like murdered by this Ronald Reagan masked killer. In oh, the yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and, like, yeah. The, and they're all that. tripping on mushrooms and like you see like That's the point funny. of view, like deaths of them on mushrooms. It's great. It's a fun movie. <laughs> yeah. So I watched and got Chillers oh, this yes. week. Awesome. Thank you, Danny West. Yeah. Right. Uh, my buddy came through, got us uh got well got me a copy you already had a copy so now this is a movie that we're going to eventually do it's an anthology film it's shot on video right it's fucking it's awesome it's really good, awesome yeah also got a copy of the rejuvenator you ever see that one? Oh yeah with the crazy cover with the the dude yeah. all like yep. melting and shit yeah actually it's a i think it's a woman i a haven't woman? watched yeah. it yet but i'm excited to see it um i also got a copy of skinned alive the cinema home video uh, release yeah, that's the good one. I always pass it up, and finally I'm like, you know, fuck it. I'm just going to grab this. I need it. I had the, uh, there's like a weird wizard Tempe uh, release from the early 2000s. It was like a re-release, and that's I the one that, that has like the woman on the Tempe. cover. Yeah, I thought yeah, that was Yeah, but it, it, had, it bears no real relation to like a, a Tempe, Tempe tape, you know yeah, what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah. But I will send that to you so we can do that film for this. Uh, nice. uh, you know, uh, that is connected to jr book walter right we've been doing work getting your want list taken care of recently you've been like, you put something out there and like within a couple of days we end up finding that shit for you we so. have well we have wonderful fans we have wonderful friends right the, the community is yes. th- the community is thriving absolutely it's very easy to get what you want right as long as you play fair yeah play fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah be a good guy but uh yeah i, I watched that i watched uh I, I couldn't believe how good chillers was um. Yeah, that's really that's that really it. I, awesome, right? The special effects yeah, and chillers are so good. The makeup, the the everything. About I like it. how the first the first guy looks like the the swimming accident guy. Yes. He's all white and blue looking, and like his he looks for like that um. Death. Yeah. Yeah, he looks great, and he's all fucking like creepy to the girl. It's fucking awesome. It's gonna be a fun sick. one to cover. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. About yeah, it. I I watched some other stuff, but I can't remember what the hell it was. Um. Mm, wait, maybe if I turn around, I can. The wall. Uh, oh, I watched things this week. The uh, what is that? The uh, MTI is that the? Uh, things is I don't know who the fuck released that. I think it might be MTI. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's on the wall somewhere. I can't. I don't feel like bringing it out. Uh, but I also. Oh, you know what? I also got a copy of this week. Um, Night of the Death Cult. Aka yeah, Night sh- of the Seagulls. Yeah, you didn't get some like weird Jaws movie too. Like what the? Fuck oh, was I just that? I know I just bought I just bought that today. That wasn't my photo. Oh, I was gonna say that I was. Yeah, yeah. I, I never just, even heard nah, of that shit, dude. I Cruel fucking... Jaws. Yeah, yeah. Look up Cruel Jaws. That movie's fucking. It's it's a '90s Italian Jaws ripoff. Come on, really? I gotta yeah, check it dude. out. That sounds yeah, awesome. Yeah. You brought this up before. Yeah, we're gonna watch that eventually. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. So Anthony, where can they find you on the internet? Hey, Pacini on Instagram. Video audio needs transit yeah. area. Yeah. Please text yeah. me. Yeah. He needs give give him some work. Give this boy some work. It's been good. It's been good. Good. I, 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 a lot of freelancers uh, were like saying like oh like all their shoots were canceled. I two of my shoots got canceled, but they got rescheduled for today and very tomorrow. good. 
Uh, Grizz, where can they find you? You can find me, like always, at Kane underscore Enabler on Instagram. And you can find me at Bad Taste Video on Instagram. And you can find all our stuff at www.badtastevideo.com. Literally everything that we do is on there. You can even listen Uh, to the newest episode directly on the website now if you don't... uh, Want to click through a bunch of links and shit? If you're a lazy son of a bitch like me, just go to badtastevideo.com and you can listen to this episode right here. Yeah, we also have a Patreon now. If you want to support what we do, this, uh, you know, really helps out. We do try to do stuff for our Patreon members. We can't really say on here because we might get in trouble, but... Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, but check it out. Um, Patreon.com slash badtastevideo, I think it is. I don't know. Something like that. You can find it on our website. But the biggest thing, if you're listening to us on iTunes or really wherever you're listening to us, please rate us five stars. Give us a review. We don't really care if it's bad or good. We just want to, we want the feedback. We like we Mike and make just give us five stars every fucking time. That's what we want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Be open-minded. Support Try it. to see what we're doing. Yeah. yeah. Support our vision. <laughs> uh, so is there anything else you guys want to say? Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wash Wash your your hands. Don't touch anybody. Wash your ass. Don't be a dick. You don't need that much toilet paper. It's not a big deal. Uh, You will not run out of toilet paper. Leaves grows on trees. Yeah. Wipe your ass across the lawn like a dog. (laughs) Dude, you got a hose hooked up fucking from outside. It's a bidet still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're not supposed to shove it up your ass either, so... You're not supposed to lick it after. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh I, my I lost god! The yeah, he drinks from it too. Oh god! That's that's the same. That's the same bidet you wash your fucking uh, your dishes in. It's oh, all just a big basin in the backyard. They say you it's for multiple uses. Just, yeah, no, just, it's just the sink. The kitchen sink. Throw it in a trough. It's not even a sink. You guys are giving me too much credit. What's up? That was one time, man. The shower pressure was low. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all oh, right. God. We'll see you next week with. Deadbeat at dawn. I thought you just hung up on them. I thought you went, <laughs> see you next <laughs> week. <laughs> <laughs>